coming up on this episode of We're No Damn Experts, we're getting the story about Cassiopeia Books, Great Falls' own independent bookstore, from all the Montana authors to the newly formed Montana Bookstore Trail. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, <laughs> Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And, and we're, we're No, no damn, damn Experts. Today in the studio, um, first let me say, I have been gone forever and it, yeah. feel, it felt great to be on vacation. <laughs> so, As it should. That's so there's that. To Let's be. start yeah. there. Um, so if it's a little wonky today, that's why. Yeah. But in the studio to keep us on our toes <laughs> is first time guest amazing business owner yeah someone i've gone to it with some weird requests and she's just <laughs> <too>. said <laughs> let's make this happen yes. here you go she's a great partner millie with cassiopeia books is with us in studio today to talk everything books yes millie oh, welcome. welcome yeah thanks for having me so millie um before we get into your kind of day job mm -hmm. let's talk about you are you originally mm -hmm. from great falls because i know you didn't start cassiopeia books but like perfect fit for you so are you from great falls no i'm originally from well i've been living in new york i've been oh. working as um a lawyer a public defender oh, oh man wow. uh, i didn't know that about your <laughs> oh, past okay. yeah yeah but i had um really good friends from the peace corps who live here in montana hmm. and i would come in great falls and yeah. i would come and visit them um you know, for a week, pretty much every year, sometimes in the winter, sometimes in the summer, we'd go hiking and camping and catch up. Um, but my friend Karen told me about this wonderful bookstore and used bookstore. And so when I came to visit, I would always stop there and fill up on, you know, used yeah. books to take back to mm -hmm. Brooklyn. Not that we didn't have bookstores <laughs> in Brooklyn, <laughs> but, but it was fun and, and um, it was a great little store. And so I guess it was 2019, um, right after Christmas, and we were talking and she said, you know that bookstore you love is for sale. Oh. And we both just started to laugh. Like I could, I no retail experience, <laughs> yeah. no business experience at all. Like, oh yeah, I could own a bookstore. And all of a sudden I just sort of thought, you know, I could own a bookstore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my 60s. I'm, you know, either oh, they're going to be taking me out of my office in a box or I could start <laughs> a new adventure. Yeah. And so, you know, I I looked at the financials and I could make it work. And I came out to, you know, Andrew and I started, he was the former owner, and we started uh, corresponding via email. And um, I came out and we, you know, had a handshake on the deal the last weekend in February of 2020. Oh my. So I'm watching the <laughs> oh stock market collapse. Yeah. Saying, wow, you know, my, my purchase of this is kind of based <laughs> on my sale of my apartment back in New York. I wonder if this is going to affect it, right? So I go back, oh, I tell no. my boss, you know, I'll be leaving. And, and with my job, usually you give a month or two notice. So I give him two months notice. And then the next weekend, we were all evacuated from the office. Oh my gosh. And, um, mm. I couldn't sell the apartment because New York City was shut down. And so I'm sort of like 
emailing Andrew saying, I really want to come. I really want to do this. I'm going to do this. I just, I just like, can't get out. Yeah. Yeah. And he was great. And he was sort of, I mean, he was, everybody was stuck. And so he was sort of like, yeah, I, I made it out here um, in the end of July of 2020. I had no furniture because the real estate <laughs> people are like, we need to keep the apartment full of furniture if you want to get the best sale price. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, it makes moving easier. Yeah. Right. Right. So I came out with the, uh, I I came out with my cats and my friends. Um, <laughs> I I was living in in they have two houses and so they're I'm living in one of them and and they left me a little bit of furniture and then I went back you know That's in convenient. the fall they had an extra house for you yeah <laughs> right it was perfect <laughs> yeah. um and so yeah I eventually got fully moved out here by the end of um 2020 but I started working in the bookstore in August of 2020 wow and um Andrew stayed for a month and kind of trained me and then he left in September it was sort of like good luck <laughs> wow that is quite the transition because <laughs> knowing you, like it's the perfect fit, mm. you oh, know, cool. for us. Like, we're like, Millie's yeah. just so good at this book, yeah, book that's thing. Her thing. And so I would have never guessed that mm -mm. you had this completely different life. Yeah. yeah I guess I, I mean, that's vastly different yeah. than running a bookstore. A lawyer in New York City yeah. to running an independent bookstore, bookstore in, in Great Falls, downtown Great Falls. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, and, and to give a plug to the Great Falls um, Development Authority, yeah. they are wonderful. And, you know, if you if anybody's coming here thinking about starting a small business in Great Falls, they are so helpful. They give all oh, sorts good. of free training. You can get free one-on-one -on -one advice. You know, I sort of heard about them and I thought, well, I'm just going to go and get a couple of pamphlets. And no, people sat down and talked to me for like an hour and a half. And we're, yes. all, we're really good about this is what you need to think about in terms of the purchase and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I can't recommend them enough. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So other than being a lawyer, uh, public defender in in new york uh what else has millie done in her life yeah. that just makes more stories for us to yeah. learn about so um after college i went into the peace corps and i was uh stationed in morocco and oh, wow. i taught english as a second language in oh, high school <laughs> um but you know it was more to to sort of i think meet people and sort of you know get yeah. to know people in other countries and and help build U.S. relations with other countries. Um, and they came back and I worked as, um, I worked as a federal employee in the food stamp program. So I oh. didn't actually give out food stamps, but I was monitoring um, programs yeah. in the five, it was like New England and New York states. Mm. And we would sort of make sure they were following all the regulations and then went to law school and then moved to New York and became a public defender. Oh, wow. wow. How many years were you a public defender? 28. Oh, my goodness. That's a long time. That is a long time. Yeah. You know, it was God, the things you must <laughs> yeah, have seen. The, the, yeah, that's, the that's a whole different podcast. That's a whole <laughs> other yeah. story. And yeah. maybe you should write a book on it. <laughs> yeah, that well, perfect fit. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think most of it I've blanked out. Yeah. Oh, sure, like, oh, that's probably fine. Fair enough. Yeah. Have you ever considered writing a book now that you own a bookstore and you get to meet some of these authors? And You know, it has actually reinforced my belief that I should not write a book. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I meet really good authors and I love, I mean, my whole thing is I have loved being an audience mm. for books or for concerts or for theater and I've never really 
wanted to to go into those. I like yeah. to I like to consume the end product of other people's hard labor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're a great promoter and supporter of all of those things. Oh, cool. Um, tell me about your because obviously, I, I mean, I would assume that you love books and you yeah. love to read. Yeah. Uh, if you're part of the <laughs> the, <laughs> the industry that you're in, tell me about where where did that love for reading and your passion for books. Uh, start? Oh, from my mom. Okay. Um, she was an avid reader. And I, I remember, um, I mean, she was just always reading to us. We always had books. And I remember getting my first library card. It was oh. such an event, you know. Yeah. Um, I think it was the, the Pittsburgh Carnegie Library System and um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And you had to be able to write your name and recite a poem. Oh, oh and the standards so, were higher then to get a library yeah, card. My goodness. <laughs> you know, yeah. So I remember going in, I signed my name, I recited my poem, and I, oh, I remember getting my first mm. library card. I was uh, still way too little to go by myself, but we would, yeah. yeah, the whole family, we would go every week. It was a couple blocks, and we'd walk down on Saturdays, and, and it was just. Mm. I remember my mom used to take us to the library when I was little, and just walking in, the smell yeah. of the library yes. the books mm -hmm. and the different oh, programming and all the different colors and mm -hmm. you know just being little enough where you couldn't and read tall, yet big shelves. oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. and then there was just all these different things happening at the library all the time and yeah it's just a great memory mm -hmm. yeah it yeah. was near a pizza place too where, well that's <laughs> where i grew <laughs> yeah. up <laughs> get your pizza and your books <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Hopefully the books first, so you don't get the grease all over yeah. the pages. Yeah, yeah. it was great. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. it's fun mm -hmm. uh, getting to transport yourself into other worlds. Yeah. But. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite uh, genre or type of book that you is kind of your go-to? You know, I was a big mystery and science mm. fiction fan. Uh -huh. um, I didn't do a lot of nonfiction reading. Oh. But, you know, lately I've really expanded. I, I um, got to read for part of the um, Reading the West um, Awards mm -hmm. and that sort of uh, Western states and Western authors. But um, it's, a cool, it's a cool contest because they send the long lists of books that have been submitted to booksellers. Mm. And so then we read them all and it was like, Gosh, it was oh like my 25 books. Yeah. That sounds like a lot uh, of homework. Lot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but you mm -hmm. read the books and then you pick your top five. And then oh. they co collate the top five oh. of everybody's top five. And then readers get to vote on what they like best. Uh -huh. So this year I did, um, I got selected for nonfiction. I did a really huh. deep dive in nonfiction. And so it's really kind of sparked me to start reading more nonfiction than I ever had in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a fast reader? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I try not to sacrifice um, comprehension yeah. for speed. Uh -huh. But yeah, I mean, it's one of the, if I want to sort of keep up yeah. with what's being offered, yeah, I kind of have to. I would think just yeah. based on your work life history, uh -huh. oh, yeah, reading that's true. fast and mm -hmm. trying to pick out the, the things yeah. that are most important would be essential. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, were you a fan of, let's say, local writers and artists before you kind of got the bookstore? In Montana? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Were you surprised by how many 
are here. Mm. I was stunned, especially in Great Falls. So Montana authors, not just Montana, but Great Falls authors. Oh, yeah. You've got your props. Tell us about them. So Great Falls has amazing authors in pretty much every genre and over time. So I pulled one of my favorites, um, Winter Wheat by Mildred Walker who was a Great Falls resident um, and wrote books in the 40s and 50s and probably later. And they are stunning. I'm holding a copy of Winter Wheat, which I think is one of the best coming-of-age novels I've ever read about a girl raised on a farm um, out on the prairie and just sort of, you know, she's transitioning into adulthood and, you know, just amazing about sort of the difficulties of life on a farm mm. and the you know the concerns especially back in the 40s and she Mildred Walker wrote it right as World War II was starting oh my oh, god wow. and so everybody's concerned about the war and they're concerned about what would happen and um it's I mean the war was raging in Europe and it was just was the U.S. going to get involved yeah and it, it's really just brilliant especially about the um, one of the big themes is is when you're transitioning from a child and seeing your parents as adults. Yeah, and it's just it's brilliant. Is huh. it uh, based like the story? Is it obviously her story, but is it based in this area? Oh yeah, I mean I think okay. she doesn't she doesn't specifically name the towns. I think she gives them okay. other towns, but mm-hmm. it's clearly taking place in in the farmland outside of Great Falls, wow. in my opinion. Mm. Oh, um, so that's brilliant. And then we have two current, so that that's a, a fiction, and mm-hmm. um, we currently have Jamie Ford and Rachel yes. Bateman, who oh. live in Great Falls, and both of them have great books out right now. Yeah. Jamie Ford has The Many Daughters of Afong Moy, which just came out in paperback this spring. Oh, and nice. It's a, a great book, um, just sort of following um, the first female documented Chinese immigrant in the United States and sort of imagining what her descendants would be or how they would live in the United States. And it goes back and forth in time. It's a little bit sci-fi and it talks about um, epigenetic trauma Mm -hmm. and what can possibly cure it. So that's a a great one. And folks, if you really want to get into the Jamie Ford world, Mm -hmm. uh, episode 100 (laughs) of We're No Damn Experts is with Jamie Ford. And it was a Great, great conversation. It was conversation. so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I didn't expect him to be as funny as he was. <laughs> oh, man. He's great. Yeah, and he's, he's such, a character. He's such a great friend of the bookstore. You mm-hmm. know, I just, yeah. I, I sent him an email. I'm like, Jamie, I've got some books. Could you come by and sign them? And he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like I mean, wonderful. Busy man, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that was what was so cool. Like, do we have to go through your publicist to right. get you on the podcast? He's like, no, no, I'm just coming in. I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Reached out. Yep. Yeah. Him. So, but I don't know this other. Oh, so yeah. Rachel Bateman. It's writes. a really pretty cover, which yeah, I have to say, I love a pretty book cover. So yeah. I'm attracted to that already. It's her latest. It's called yeah. Make the Fireflies Dance. And it's mm-hmm. sort of, um, she does young people novels. Some This one's kind of a rom-com um and it's it's great and she um i'm just trying to remember her other books no she's got um someone else's summer that she wrote and um oh is it the 99 days of Lacey? um but she's sure she's written (laughs) she's published and her books are great and she's another person like Mm. living in great falls um it's wonderful to have i mean contemporary nationally published authors that's incredible yeah um, and then, um, historically, 
Um, there's a book, uh, Montana, High, Wide, and Handsome, which was written by <laughs> Joseph Kinsey Howard. I like the name. Who was another Great Falls resident. Um, oh. And he just sort of wrote um, this sort of history um, discussing people and the landscapes. And um, it's it's a great book. And when people come in and say, I want a book about Montana, I'm like, well, here you here go. You, here's yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he um, was, uh, as he says on the back, it was like he was the news editor for the Great Falls Leader. And, um, oh, that's been a while then. You know, yeah. <laughs> Folks, our current newspaper is the Tribune. Right. <laughs> um, but William Kittredge wrote the introduction. So, And uh, A.B. Guthrie, another famous Montana author, yeah. wrote the preface. So oh, wow. He was really widely respected. Unfortunately, he died um, young. I think he was just in his 40s when he oh, passed wow. away. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's too bad. Back in the days of heart attacks. Right. And um, then we have two great uh, travel guides written Ooh, by Great nice. Falls authors. So the first one is a hiking guide called Discover the Rocky Mountain Front by Tom Katinsky. Mm -hmm. And it's the go-to hiking book in Great he Falls. He is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just crazy to me the amount of outdoor recreation that man has done. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I have a dream that he's going to be on our podcast. I've, I've tried. I've yeah. Tom, if you're listening, <laughs> check your emails, please. Yeah. yeah. And no. his wife, um, Katie, you know, Katie leads yeah, Girls amazing. in Glacier or mm -hmm. did. And yeah, yeah, they're just an amazing power hiking team. <laughs> yeah. Their life just has to be amazing. Yeah. Right? Every day. Like hey, just a big adventure. Do you guys yeah. want to, you want to go for a hike today? And they're like, yeah, we know every inch of the Rocky Mountain front. Let's go. Yeah. 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 And they're just out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then we come to the Guide to Montana State Parks oh, nice. by Aaron Madison and Kristen yeah. Inbody, who um, from former Great currently Falls the Tribune. Great Falls Tribune. They're yeah. formerly of the Great Falls Tribune. Right, yeah. right, yeah. And so they wrote um, a really fun kind of guide because I sort of looked at it and I thought, oh, this is going to give you the specifics, but it's kind of fun in that it talks about like they interview people who are there, sort of like. Let me see if I can find the one for sluice boxes oh, and it was yeah. just like it was really fun oh we come here and when it's hot and we come here to cool off and um yeah so they talk it's a beautiful place to cool off next to the water playing near the rocks and you know on Sundays we come and we happen to meet up with friends but people from all over the country come um there's also a bit where you can get choke cherries um oh. so yeah so you can go out and harvest those but Fun. just yeah really interesting sort of covering the gamut of all the different kinds of authors that we have right here in great falls both historically and currently yeah well and that's not to talk about the people who are writing probably less big novels oh yeah <laughs> Um, our local historians that do a lot of mm -hmm. writing, yes, um, yeah. some self-publishing. There was a book that just came out. It was like a compilation of various short stories and poems. And Eric Heidel is in that oh, book. Fun. Oh, fun! Yeah. Um, so there's just a wild world of <laughs> not just history, but nonfiction and mm -hmm. fiction and things that all occur here that you can get at this great little independent bookstore yes yeah and ken robeson um he's mm, one of yep. the best Incredible. amazing yeah. historians in montana he's based i think both in great falls and fort benton okay and um i'm just trying to yeah um, phil Roberta scriver Bordy. i don't know oh. if everyone <laughs> yes. knows phil hangs out with us on thursday afternoons he's oh. an amazing volunteer yes he's great he's a lewis and clark aficionado he writes 
books. Yeah, yeah. he brought yeah. one in the other day yeah, that he was going over the final edits or something yep, of his to book. to get it republished. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, oh yeah, I forget. I forgot like, you also do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, tons of self-published authors in mm-hmm. Great Falls. Um, really great. And then I would say the one author that's not necessarily from here, but mm-hmm. his books are probably the most well-known about our area, Ivan Doig. Oh, oh yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of like, well, do I bring an Ivan Doig? <laughs> he's really from Depoyer, but I right. know like the Eleventh mm-hmm. Man is about Great Falls, and his books are just stunning. Mm-hmm. People fall in love with our area just because they've read Ivan Doig books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been chatting with an author, um, Liz, and I. I believe it's Gordon, the last name. She lives in Germany now, but she wrote a, a fiction novel, and I think she's the one I told you about a few months ago. And she lives in Germany now, but she had been stationed here in Great Falls. They want to move back. They want to come back to Great Falls. But she wrote a book. She's written a couple, but her most recent, Meet Me in Montana, is about <laughs> the the Sluice Boxes area, the Missouri River. She incorporates that into a lot of her books. So the life and culture here has affected people who don't live here anymore but still have have dreams of their time here yeah and we've had her book in the bookstore too yeah. i think i oh. think it might currently be out it's a good reminder yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <We> reorder. <laughs> um the other thing that i think is really unique is just the fact that we have still an independent yeah bookstore that mm-hmm. has both new and used books nothing against barnes and noble no no they employ great people here but just that local feel Mm -hmm. we had um a media group here all international about five people and while we were having dinner they said you haven't because we were driving to the sip and dip (laughs) at the time you had to drive by cassiopeia books and they said you have an independent bookstore and i said yeah we and I said at the time Andrew still owned it (laughs) so that's a young guy that owns it Mm -hmm. and it's just this kind of unique feature and then he brings in local authors and they're like oh man I wish I would have known that I would have asked for my itinerary to include half a day at the end oh my my goodness half a day that's awesome (laughs) and I was like well uh, we can make that happen <laughs> and then you can catch up with them. Yeah. Like I can yeah. make sure that that happens and get you caught up. And she's like, no, no I'm just going to come back. She was from Germany and oh, she well. just fell in nice. love with the idea that we still had an independent bookstore. Yeah. I love it. Just the atmosphere. Um, and I love the new space over the old. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a great space. Yeah. <laughs> and that, um, as we were talking, that reminded me, can you tell the story of the name and the meaning of Cassiopeia books. Yeah, so oh, um, good. <laughs> so I always thought it was named after um, the constellation Cassiopeia, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she the constellation. The other name is Queen of the Northern Sky. So you know, it it I thought that was that romantic. makes sense. Yeah, sure. But um, Andrew told me, and I haven't looked it up. So, it, but it's the the Latin name for Rocky Mountain Heather. Um, Cassiopeia is part of the name. And so that's what he was a botanist and and that's what he named it for. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he used the constellation uh, on the signs and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But but that was his original inspiration. But it has a kind of a double meaning of that. Okay. So let's talk about the kind of the the layout and the types of things you have in the store. Because it's pretty easy when you walk in like, oh, I want a Montana book or I want poetry. So tell me a little bit about the layout and kind of why you why you picked what you picked in there. Sure. So, um, 
you know, God bless Andrew. He did the move because the move happened in the middle yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine moving a bookstore. <laughs> I get I get overwhelmed I, just trying to reorganize to my bookshelf. It's yeah. pretty easy to pack. Though. It, 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 uh, yeah. Fair. Fair. Just, everything goes yeah. in a box. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, yeah, no. So uh, he set it up. I think it's sort of based um, on the model of the old store where when you first walk in, you um, hit the Montana section. Mm-hmm. So on the right side, we have fiction by Montana authors and we have a separate section for memoirs and um, poetry by Montana authors. And on the left, then we have um, Montana history. And oh. um, next to it, we have a bookcase that has Charlie Russell books and mm-hmm. Lewis and Clark books. Um, and then we have um, a Native American studies bookcase. Oh. And then just sort of a general um, Western uh, bookcase. And so the, the way the store is set up is that sort of like three, you can call them rooms, but there aren't really walls between them, but you sort of areas. So that's the first area. And then you go into the second area and it's all general fiction on the right and um, different nonfiction areas on the left. So we'll have a bookcase for travel, we'll have a bookcase for travel writing, and a bookcase for nature writing, and then a bookcase for science and and history and biography, and then little shelves for um, literary literary criticism and um, sort of different um, authors. So uh, Andrew was a huge Joyce and Kafka fan. So if anyone out there mm. is a Joyce or Kafka fan, I have, <laughs> you can find I have excellent <laughs> shelves full of um, discussions of Joyce and Kafka. And, um, you know, then other little shelves for like psychology and economics mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And um, then in the next room, we have the origins of the store, which was called the Paperback Jungle. And that was started Mm. as a paperback exchange. So you would bring in a paperback and you'd get a credit towards the purchase of a new paperback. Paperback. And um, then on the other side, my mother-in-law loves that feature. She always brings, she's a a reader and she brings her old or already read books with her. And she's like, I got to go to Cassiopeia (laughs) when I'm in town. Um, she's in town right now, so I need oh, to cool. check and see if she's made it down there yet. But she loves doing that yeah, at Cassiopeia. It's really fun. And mm-hmm. then um, we've got science fiction and then a kids section. So I think probably my big contribution is just expanding the kids section because mm. I remember that's how I learned to love yeah. reading. And it's funny nowadays to sort of keep up. I, I've I've gone back to reading um, middle grade books Mm, sort of like um early chapter books and moving on and and it's funny because it's like I read these books and they're so great and then I was like this is why I learned to love reading these books are so much fun Mm -hmm. you know even as an adult I'm like oh this is a great book (laughs) book." um so yeah but but I think the really important feature of the store is it is a community bookstore in the sense that we have the exchange program and I've broadened it not just um from the paperbacks, but also if you bring us in um, other used books, nonfiction, if it's if it's in one of the genres that we sell, and we've got you know room at the time and not too many other copies of it, we'll take it back, and then you get a dollar credit off of any used book mm. in oh, the store. And so, so nice. yeah, and it makes it, it it gives it a real community feel. Like, mm-hmm. what is Great Falls like to read? What right. is Great Falls right. interested in? You know, and you get like 
really bizarre stuff every once in a while. <laughs> and I'm sort of trying to think, but like, you know, but then it's really funny because then somebody will come in and say, wow, I've been looking for this for years. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> well, okay. Well, then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Speaking of the community aspect too, you also have a few not book items that you sell in the store that are um, things made here in Great Falls, like the Little Fern Candle Company, and yep. you have her candles in there. Yeah, and um, we carry some of Jessie Bidlack's soap. I'm trying to, like, mm. Sweet Prairie Farm. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got some of her soap, and yeah, I'd like to expand that, and part of my project, the way I found out about Little Fern and um, Jessie was I went to the farmer's market. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so go to the farmer's market and look for artisans who maybe in the mm -hmm. fall would want to place to um, uh, sell stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if someone's thinking it's a bookstore, so you've got uh, coffee and chairs, what's the rules on that? <laughs> okay. So, um, BYOC. <laughs> right. Know, yeah. Bring your own coffee. There are amazing coffee shops in a very short <laughs> yes. walking distance, and everybody's like, oh, you should have coffee here. I'm like, no, you can there's, get really good coffee. Yeah. You, know, you don't want the, the crap I'm going to make. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know? And um, yeah, so I look at that, and everybody's like, oh, you know, it's such a great business model. And I'm like, you know, I will support Great Farmers coffee stores till yeah. the end of time. Yeah. Um, you know, and also just to keep the mess out. And uh, but in terms of liquids, just as long <laughs> as it's got a lid, you can bring it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had talked um, either on the podcast or in the office. I can't yeah. remember which. <laughs> But we loved the blind date. Yes, oh, I was just going to, I have yet to like take advantage of that. But I love this concept. Every time I walk in, I'm like, oh, that's such a cute little yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Um, so we have two sort of things like that. We've got um, blind date with a book, which none of these are my ideas. I, yeah. I just saw them from other people. <laughs> but blind date with a book is great. We sort of take a book, we wrap it up, um, and then we just sort of give you the first line and we tell you what genres it, it's Ooh, in. Oh, you get like a clue. Yeah, okay. so you get a clue to sort of, you know, it'll be fiction. And if then... you want to show up for the blind date or not, right? basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of fun. And I know people get them for other people as part of a, you know, present kind of throw it in there. Yeah. Um, so that's really fun. And then the other thing um, we do our grab bags, dollar grab bags. Oh. So you get some brown paper lunch bags and I'll tell you the author and what genre they're in. And then, you know, for a buck, like gamble. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, take and a that's chance. fun. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. Plus mm -hmm. they're, you know, and they're older paperbacks. There's three in a bag, but you know, you could take it up to the lake and not worry. I mean, if right. it falls in the lake, it's like not right. the end of the world. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, and I think that's a good way to find yeah. new things to read. Yeah. I'm one of those readers that I will fall in love with an author and then read absolutely everything they make and then when I'm done You're like what do I do now yeah well what's what else mm -hmm. is there you know yeah That's yeah well and Millie I imagine if someone walks in <laughs> you're able to give them a recommendation as well if someone like Rebecca <laughs> walks in and is like okay I've read all of this author I loved them uh, what do I do next yeah you can help guide people yeah you know and and it's it's hard <laughs> sometimes I mean so uh what I've done with Sandy Rice, who helps me out, and she was worked in the book industry for years, and she lives in Great Falls. And so um, we sort of set up shelves 
of, you know, Sandy's recommendations. And Sandy is like, I can sell these books to mm. anybody in multiple <laughs> copies. Um, and her favorite is uh, The the Storied Lives of A.J. Fickrey, which she's like, it's a great book. It's really fun. And she's sort of like, if, if she's covering the store for me and she hasn't th- sold three copies in that day, she considers it a failure. Oh my gosh. Um, That's impressive. Yeah. 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 And, um, and then I put books I've enjoyed. So sort of if you tell me what genre you like, I can try to find a book. Um, and I'm always so surprised when people come back and say, wow, that was a great <laughs> recommendation. You know, And sometimes they come back and they say, yeah, you know, it wasn't really my style. But, you know, it's like, OK, so that gives me more information to move yeah. on. Yeah. I think somebody wrote a book about being a bookseller. <laughs> and it was sort of like, um, I think the title was something like, tell me everything you've ever known and loved in 90 <laughs> seconds and I'll yeah. find the book. Kind of like, I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's such goals. a tall order it when, is. when yeah. you walk in, you're like, there's so much variety. Mm-hmm. Like you would yeah. have to have read everything on right. planet earth. Yeah. And it's that's just not possible. That's why we're not experts. That's why we're not experts. Yeah. We're not experts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you also host, as we've talked about, uh, varying events from author events, to just other things. So can yeah. you tell us more about the events that are happening at your store? Yeah. So um, this summer I've got some self-published people coming in. And then in the fall I've got um, – more Montana um, nationally published um, uh, authors coming in. Um, Endor Thoreau has got a new book coming out, and um, Ken Robeson, his book's being published early, so I think mm. we've got a date for him. I don't have my calendar with me, but okay. if you go onto our website, <laughs> you can find it. And we always have your stuff listed. Oh, yeah. As yeah. soon That's as true. you tell you us when, yeah. when things are happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well, if you need people, you can always find be in that. touch with us mm-hmm. or yeah. uh, Cassiopeia's uh, Facebook page also. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're trying to keep up um, the author events. And uh, we've had a couple of music events I like to have those so if you know if you're a musician and you want to come in and play just ask because it's it's pretty easy I mean we don't charge a fee but we'll let you pass the hat um and so those are really fun and we've had a couple of I mean we have a a poetry group um that meets once a month although um they're sort of um thinking rethinking it just because there hasn't been that there haven't been that many people, but it's also no. summer. But yeah. it's it's a great group if you if you write your own poetry or prose and you want to come and read it to a group that's going to be very supportive. I mean, there are a lot of authors here in Great Falls, and and um, writing groups are great. But it's also really good to sort of get out there and read your own work to other people because I think you can hear what's good, what's mm. not so good when you're actually reading it out loud to others. Yeah, and there is some of that benefit just from a proofreading standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> read things out loud and go that that doesn't even sound like words that would go into a sentence (laughs) together yeah Yeah, flow is critical Mm -hmm. um do you have book clubs um we do we have one book club um it meets the third wednesday of every Uh month although we're sort of having you know scheduling issues the the books that um i wanted i wanted uh to read 
the Lost Journals of Sacagawea. Oh, um, yeah. I would yeah. like to read that one. Yeah, well, I can't mm-hmm. get a copy yeah. for love or money. <laughs> I'm like, it's been on back order since yeah. the end of May. And so it's sort of like we, we um, yeah, so I'm sort of rethinking. And then I've got another <laughs> good one, um, Maggie Anderson's um, memoir, Between Rock and a Hard Place. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, we could read that next month. And now, yeah. like, the books aren't arriving. So I'm like, yeah. oh, no. We're not reading that. Yeah. But we're Just trying shit. to focus um, on Montana authors. So um, both living and dead. And um, yeah, it was great. It was sort of like we, we'd been reading um, Winter Weed and then we'd read some uh, James Welch and I think we'd read, we'd read a couple other people. And then um, we, we were also part of the High Plains um, Book Award long list readers. So they um, are trying to expand um, uh, and, and send out book packets to different oh. towns and so mm-hmm. yeah everybody we we ended up getting first book and so um they could be self-published they could be nationally published and you get a little bag and it's got four books and you read the books and then you rate Fun. them um yeah but anyway when we were doing that last year um we got Mana, Mara Panich from Fact and Fiction um the book seller in Missoula and she had written a book of poetry and the oh. person who read it liked it so much um that wanted to do it as the book um, for the month, and Mara actually came in and spoke at the store oh, with right. us. Yeah. yeah. So, um, if we can get, but but we're focused basically on Montana authors mm-hmm. and trying to to focus on that and and um, have that specific book club. So, yeah, if anybody wants to join us, you're more than welcome, and we'll. Um, as soon as I get books in stock, yeah. <laughs> I'll put the book on the website. Yeah. Perfect. And then you can, um, the other fun thing that the independent booksellers have uh, tackled um, is really kind of a big endeavor, which is awesome, is the book tra- bookstore trail. Yeah. 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 So tell us tell us what the deal is there. Yeah. So I'm holding a passport and it's got. Oh, fun. Yeah. It's got. Um, I like passports. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a map in uh-huh. the front identifying all of the participating bookstores. And this year cool. um, it was the brainchild of. Uh, Rachel at from Reading Leaves Bookstore in Townsend. She just in February like sent everybody an email saying, yeah. "What do you guys think about this?" And everybody's like, "This would be great." Yeah. And she created a nonprofit and she um, got some sponsors and uh, so the passports are free and you can go from store to store. You can sort of follow the map and go from store to store. And when you stop in each each store you'll get a stamp on your passport but each Fun. page tells you a little bit about um the bookstores that are participating and um i see you have your stamp i for did Cassiopeia. i brought a stamp perfect a one. <laughs> and um it's just really fun because i've already had a lot of people saying wow i didn't know there was a bookstore there i yeah. thought there was only one bookstore in town and it turns out there are more um but um it, it really is a bookseller uh um work because um Rachel did a lot of work on it uh Mark Boudin from Elk River Books um did the graphics and um it's it's just really fun and this year it's pretty much um the members of the American Bookseller Association but we're trying to get all of the smaller stores too that are in Montana because 
there are a lot of really great bookstores in little corners of other stores, like Latigo and Lace in Augusta. Oh. Like you go there and you think it's yeah. artwork. Oh. And they do have a nice book yeah, section. Yeah, but they've got a fabulous book section. So they joined. Ah. And I, I know the, I can't remember the name, but like the grocery store up in East Glacier, just as you're about that uh. little, little yeah. great place that's got, you know, fabulous baked goods it's always great to stock up on before you hit the trail um but they've got a great bookstore so sort of trying to find all of those but yeah i mean um it's really a fun idea and yeah. it's getting people are really interested do in you it. get like a free book if you stamp your whole passport if you stamp your whole passport <laughs> you get entered into a um a contest oh, for nice. a raffle basket full of oh, books. Yeah. But I kind of think, so uh, there's page turners in Fairview, which is in eastern Montana. And yeah. I kind of think that's the hill everybody's going to yeah, die right. on. But they're, they're really going to, if you if get you up can to Fairview, make it to the Fairview, odds there are really in your favor. The deal is, I am yeah. from eastern Montana. Yeah. yeah. And that is one of the communities. Like, you're not just going to pass through there. You have that to be going a destination there. location. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's well, right on the border of North Dakota. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, diehard book fans then well, can make the, it to Fairview. I think what's really unique about this idea is you get to meet then the local shop mm-hmm. owners, yeah. which all, each one of them have to have just this unique, interesting background. Yeah. Yeah. Like Millie. And yes. <laughs> be so well read. You know, mm. the things that they've read, the places yeah. they've gone just in their imagination. Yeah they've got to just be fascinating to talk to, yes. like yeah. Millie. And they also, they, they had us include a fun fact about our oh, store, yeah. right? What's so fun my fun fact is I have a wonderful collection of typewriters and a 40-year-old nine-foot-tall cactus instead of a bookstore cat. <laughs> Love it. How has that just come <laughs> up, <laughs> Millie? Yeah, like, huh? So <laughs> is your collection of typewriters on display in the store? I yes. have never even noticed them. Yes, the typewriters are all over the place. Huh. And yeah, they're cool. Yeah, most of them actually still work. We just can't get ribbons for them. So I have to. Oh. I haven't done a deep dive to find ribbons. But. How many do you have? Because I, I know I've seen them in the store, but I probably have missed, looked Three, over a lot. Four. I think I've got um, I think I've got nine altogether. Oh, wow, okay. Maybe six or seven on display. So we were at an auction. Gosh, was it just this year? Maybe it was last year. It doesn't matter. But they had an old typewriter in the auction. Oh, wow. And it was the name, and I'm blanking on the name, but it's the you know, when you think of old typewriters, it's that brand. Yeah. Royal, of, maybe? No. Royal Smith Corona? It's yeah. like how every movie has this brand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I start bidding on it, and my <laughs> husband goes, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's I'm cool. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to get that typewriter. Like, it's a cool piece of yeah. decor, if nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so they just <laughs> kept going, and I kept bidding, and Robert's... <laughs> freaking out he's like <laughs> you're at 85 dollars like, now for this why are we typewriter and i'm like typewriter. i'm gonna get it and, and he's Did like you... you need to stop it went past 150 oh wow oh gosh. and so i'm like yeah i think maybe i'm maybe i'm not that committed to this <laughs> yeah so oh. like i'd have gone up to 100 yeah but 150 robert's just appalled that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so scared because he's like what what is happening i could imagine him though if you would have gotten it just sitting at the house like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> typing on it so it'd be a toy for him yeah well, i feel so old too when little kids come in and it's like what's that and it's sort of like, how does it work and it's like oh man yeah. 
get the rotary telephone. Yeah, so right. Right. Uh-huh. Next to right. Yeah. That's what I should. That I should start collecting rotary phones. Yeah. Um, somebody came in once with an old. Oh, it was a tragedy, but I just had no space for it. It was an old. Um, ledger typewriter and the typewriter arm was like a yard because of that long paper and you could just go all the way down and do all of the bookkeeping entries yeah it was really cool and um but and he was willing to donate it, but it was just the the arm was sort of like. You're like, where, where, where do, do I, I put this? this? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was it was that, but yeah, it's it. They're very cool, and the cactus. Um, uh, How old is it? It's forty years old. A woman's. I can barely keep a plant alive for like a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, including you're doing great including, with the ones here at the office. I, yes, I've. <laughs> They don't look great, but I kept them alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one, um, her grandmother cut it from another cactus oh, and yeah. started it, and it got to be nine feet tall, oh, and she gosh. couldn't fit it in her home anymore, <laughs> and sort of like like came in and saw how high our ceiling was at Cassiopeia Books, like, and she's like, here, you want it? Oh. Such a... Such a home for misfit things. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, you, you were telling us about the bird. You, uh, now, yeah. now you've got this cat. Like, I'm just, I can't wait to see what happens next. Like, somebody right. just well, random like, things. I don't have room for this anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give it? Well, you give through, it a home. Look through our house and be like, yeah, we want this, Millie? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> But it was so funny when they brought it in because it, you know, it's a cactus. It's spiny. And so they had wrapped it up. It looked like a dead body. They're bringing it through the back. You know, it was just, it was like it had wrapped at the top and then wrapped at the bottom. And I was sort of like, okay. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Um, But we should have repotted it when it was um, wrapped because that's my big, I'm sort of like, huh, who do I find to help me do this? Is it? Has it still grown in oh, yeah. height? Yep, it's still growing. It's still getting. How tall are your ceilings? How... <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's they're a... tall. pretty tall. They're pretty yeah. tall. I think probably. I think it's got. I think it's got another six feet. Okay. Go. Yeah. So so... It should be fine for a few years. Yes. <laughs> oh, it'll I do can't wait to see where it ends uh-huh. up after it can't fit in it your place just have anymore. Like a time lapse tracker on the cactus. <laughs> right. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Mark it like a little kid growing oh, on yeah, the wall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, be fun. So, where can people pick up the passports other yeah. than Cassiopeia Books? Mm-hmm. Um, any of the bookstores. Okay. Um, did I bring you guys some? I probably forgot. Yeah. No. no. Oh, sorry. Um, I will bring you some. Um, tomorrow. Perfect. I'll remember to take them awesome. tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so you can you can give them out to people who start here, and they can they can start their trail. Do they have to do it within like a a year or a certain length of time? Or I mean, I think the contest we sort of said was this summer, which okay. is probably um, too short of a time period, especially with Fairview. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> had to include Fairview. Yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, you know, and we'll sort of, I mean, it's the first year and we're sort of like yeah. doing it, making mistakes and, and sure. working things out as we go. But this year, I think it's, I think if you go to the website, I think it's the end of September. Okay. Um, as I've already mentioned, but I want it documented in a public format. My dream is that this passport has specific books that you have to get. Uh, like that you purchase. At oh. each bookstore. Mm. That's about that area oh yeah yeah i like so that. a little bit of a challenge mm-hmm. but then it creates kind of that need and then you yeah. can always add books yeah. or um Rotate. because like 
I'm familiar with the beer passport. And those folks <laughs> who have listened to our podcast for a number of years know this girl likes her beer. <laughs> but in that, you get the brewery, mm-hmm. and you're always going back and listing the beers that you've tried there. Gotcha. Ooh. And yeah. so I think there's a fun element for that. But I also think there's just some great benefit to going to Fairview <laughs> and finding a book about that area yeah. in an independent bookstore with someone who's passionate about what it is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's a great idea. And then it's also that opportunity that whoever picks up those passports kind of gets an idea of what books are available about all of these areas of Montana. Yeah. That's get, my dream. You can get bonus points maybe if you purchase the books <laughs> from there. Yeah, yeah, no, but you know, with each of them, I mean, we put in the fun fact, we could put in, you know, the representative book. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be hard for next year. Yeah. yeah, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And then you would know, like yeah. you have a mission. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Millie, it's been a delight yeah. talking about your history, your mm-hmm. knowledge. Um, I just love it when we have smart people on our podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which is all the time. Right? <laughs> talking to us. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just us. Yeah. It gets a little dicey. <laughs> oh. Millie, where can people find you and when? Sure. We're at 606 Central Avenue in Great Falls, Montana. And our store hours are 11 to 6, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. And then we're open on Saturdays from 10 to 4. Okay. Look at that. So, folks, if you want that experience of an independent bookstore and the access to someone who's read things and knows stuff... <laughs> Don't come Don't come here. Yeah. We can give you a passport, but that's Go about it. Go yeah. to Cassiopeia Books. Um, really a unique experience mm-hmm. in downtown Great Falls and one you probably would have never known about. And they are featured in our Montana's Basecamp magazine. So if you have that, it is one of the things that we say, go to their store, mm-hmm. get some books about this area because you'll fall deeper in love with our community. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it in our shopping, one of our oh, two-part shopping episodes as we well. We talked a lot about shopping. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And we mentioned your store. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So maybe that's when we talked about the blind date thing. I think we did because I was like, we've talked about this before. I think it was on the yeah. shopping Podcast. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, folks. You're just gonna have to deal with the fact that we don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> We're just giving them all the more reason to try it. Yeah. yeah so thanks, Millie, for being here, yeah. and we appreciate you folks for listening. Uh, and until we see your bright, smiling, happy, healthy face here in Great Falls, we hope you are creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you might be. Bye bye. Bye bye. We're no damn experts. Is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town.